Alright guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Uma Sports Takes. You can catch us on Spotify as well as Google Podcasts. Just search Uma Sports Takes. Alright, and now in our first episode of our first season, we are going to be addressing the latest free agent NFL trade. And that is Sam Donald to the Carolina Panthers. Yes, that is right. If you have not heard, today Sam Donald has gone to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for 2021 fourth and sixth round picks, as well as a 2022 second round pick. Alright, now I'm going to be talking about this trade and my opinions on it. Personally, I love this move for the Carolina Panthers, and here's why. As I stated before, they gave up 2021 fourth and sixth round picks, as well as a 2022 second round pick. That is not much for Sam Donald. His contract isn't bad yet. He's still on his rookie deal. So you can keep him for a year. You can see how he does. You can decide if he's a franchise guy or not. If he's not, you just release him, you cut him, you trade him, whatever. If he is, then you have to obviously pay him after this one year. But it's not like you gave up a premium haul like several first-round picks like the Rams did to get Matthew Stafford. Even if he's just above average, that's still better than what Teddy Bridgewater was providing. And that's my second reason into why this is better. Donald has way more potential than Teddy Bridgewater did. The Panthers were in a lot of close games last season. A lot of them, they did lose, but they were still in those games. And with an upgrade at the quarterback position, I believe that they can win a lot of those close games that they were in. Teddy Bridgewater, although serviceable at times, he definitely showed some flaws. He didn't look like the franchise guy, at least the Panthers, and I'd agree with that. I would say he was the perfect bridge quarterback because it's not like he was selfish or anything like that, and you knew he wasn't going to do absolutely awful. But, you know, Christian McCaffrey was banged up throughout the year. It just didn't work out, and the Panthers saw that in order to compete, especially in a stacked division like that with the Buccaneers, that they were going to need an upgrade at the quarterback position. The next reason I love this move for the Panthers is with the 49ers trading up, a lot of teams prepping to take a quarterback. We all know the Jags are going to take Trevor Lawrence. The Jets are going to take a quarterback now because they traded Darnold. Um, the 49ers trading up, they're likely going to take a quarterback. You never know, the Falcons could be a team looking for a Matt Ryan successor. The Lions even, I have heard, have been projected in some mock drafts to take a quarterback um, to like learn behind Goff or something like that. So you never really know if... The Panthers would have got would have gotten a quarterback in the draft because the four top guys may have been gone, or they may have had to settle for a quarterback that they didn't necessarily like, or they would have had to use other draft picks in order to trade up to make sure they could acquire a quarterback. And really, they didn't give up that much for Sam Darnold. Um, if they were trading up, they would probably have to give up a little more or around the same amount. And I think Darnold arguably is going to get as much potential as a rookie is, really. I mean, we've seen what he can do. We've seen the flashes of something good, and we've seen the turnover machine and dumb decisions and the seeing ghosts that he has done with the Jets. However, if you look at, say, an example is Ryan Tannehill, away from Adam Gase, it did wonders. It really did wonders. So we we have to think, is this really all on Darnold? Is this an Adam Gase thing? Is this a lack of supporting cast? Does Darnold just need better coaching, better ownership, more weapons around him to be supported? Or is is it really on Darnold? 
And with this one-year stint, Donald has a chance to prove himself with a new coach, with a new ownership, and arguably become the franchise guy for the Panthers. Um, now, as what to do with Teddy Bridgewater, that is a little less clear to me. I think you could release him or you could trade him, although most teams um, I don't think are really in the market for a quarterback because they're probably going to get one in the draft or they've already gotten one like the Rams did with Matt Stafford. Um, so I don't know if there would really be a good trading partner. Teddy would probably be more of a bridge quarterback, kind of like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, like not your franchise guy, but a guy who if you really don't have a better option, you can go to. I could see a team like the Patriots expressing some interest, um, although they did re-sign Cam Newton. I think Teddy Bridgewater is an upgrade over Cam Newton as a Patriots fan myself. However, Belichick does not like to do any moves like that, although we have seen him spend a lot in free agency. But anyway, going back to Sam Donald, another reason I love this move is because the Panthers have a great supporting cast, specifically wide receiver Robbie Anderson. When Sam Donald was at his best, he was making throws to Robbie Anderson, and they were a pretty good duo. And Anderson has since broken out with the Panthers last year, and by last year, I mean like 2020, and he's done a pretty good job, um, kind of sliding into a wide receiver one role, um, but the Panthers had other weapons last year, like Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore. Um, they obviously lost Curtis Samuel to the Washington football team, um, so that does hurt, but it's always something they could address in the draft. Um, in later round picks, this is a pretty stacked draft in terms of wide receivers, so I could definitely see them picking up something like that. Um, and I think if you're going to surround Sam Darnold with talent, I think one of the best things is to kind of rekindle that chemistry he had with Robbie Anderson because you know he was playing well when Robbie Anderson was out there at full strength. They made some pretty good throws. Obviously, I'm not saying Darnold is the next Patrick Mahomes or anything ridiculous like that. I'm saying he has potential. I'm saying his career can be revived. I'm saying it doesn't he doesn't have to go down as one of the, as a really horrible draft bust. I'm saying he can go and be serviceable. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and play like a top 10 quarterback. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that if the Panthers were to land Trey Lance or Justin Fields or another quarterback that Darnold would really be that much of an upgrade or even that he is that much of an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's arguably slightly better than Bridgewater, but he has the potential to be an above-average quarterback. And really, that's all the Panthers need. Because um, going back to the supporting cast, they have guys like Christian McCaffrey. He's going to do it all. Obviously, he had some injuries last year. There are con some concerns there. But if he comes back at full strength, he's going to be dominant. Um, he's really going to help Sam Donald out because with the Jets, they tried Le'Veon Bell, but he never really clicked. They never got him going. Gase never used him. A lot of problems fall on Adam Gase, but that's Adam, that's Adam Gase for you. Um, but yeah, having a workhorse running back like Christian McCaffrey is going to be really good for Darnold to kind of settle in, you know, safety valve, even when he's throwing the screen passes, if nothing's open, just handing it off. Um, and then letting Christian McCaffrey do the rest because we all have seen um, how dynamic of a player Christian McCaffrey is. Um, I did mention Robbie Anderson. Um, the other piece I do think is very underrated and I do really like is DJ Moore. Um, I would call Robbie Anderson the number one wide receiver, but 
I'd say DJ Moore has the potential to kind of take that from him. They're more of like a tandem, I feel like. Um, last year with Curtis Samuel, it was kind of harder to judge because Curtis Samuel was also very good. But I like DJ Moore a lot. I think he has a lot of potential again going into next season, and I think he's only going to get better. Um, a lot of people haven't really heard of DJ Moore, but honestly with the way some of these really big-name wide receivers are getting paid, like Kenny Galladay, having a guy like DJ Moore who's a little more under the radar but still producing pretty good numbers um, is going to help Donald out, I think. Um, it's definitely better than what he was working with in New York with. Jamison Crowder was okay, but everyone else outside of that was really below average. Um, Jets had not the worst receiving group last year, but pretty bad. Definitely not doing Darnold any favors. Another thing not doing Darnold any favors in New York was obviously the coaching, and I think that's probably the biggest part that Darnold needed. He just, I think he just needs a change of scenery. Whether he's going to really benefit from that, I mean, only time will tell. But I think Matt Rule has proven himself to be a pretty good coach, at least in his first, it was obviously his first year last year, so we can't really deduce too much, but I think he got the Panthers team interested, they were competitive, they may have not won that many games, but they were always, but they were most of the time pretty close in a bunch of them, and I feel like his guys were always willing to play and competitive, despite being eliminated from the playoffs later in the season, they were still pushing and playing hard. And I think that's very important. You ha- A coach, especially a young coach, has to earn the support of his players and they have to trust him, back him up, and be fired up and ready to play each week. And I think Rule did a good job of that. Now, I think he also realized that Bridgewater was not the answer. And I think that getting Donald was a good move. Um, new coaching staff, change of scenery, new, new owner, new supporting cast. Um... And speaking of the supporting cast, the last part of this is the defense. Um, the Jets' defense last year was pretty bad. Um, they made some free agent signings that we thought would be good, but then C.J. Mosley opted out, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, the only good thing on that defense is Marcus May. <laughs> um, but yeah, the defense wasn't doing Donald any favors, and obviously Donald wasn't doing them any favors because he obviously had a lot of turnovers and wasn't keeping the ball very long. However... When he comes to Carolina, I think that's going to be a change. I'm very impressed with the Panthers' defense. You know, obviously they spent last year's draft totally on defense. Derek Brown's looking good. Um, their safety, their rookie safety, um, was in the running for Defensive Rookie of the Year. And I think they have a lot of young pieces where they can build around. Guys like Brian Burns becoming good leaders. And I think that their defense is young. It's hungry. It's pretty stout, um, and I think they really did a good job kind of shoring that up, and now the only weakness they really had was quarterback, um, some offensive line, and probably a receiver. But I think offensive line and receiver, they can definitely address that in the draft. Um, they could go after a guy like Rashawn Slater or Elijah Bear Tucker for offensive line, and that would further bolster up that line to protect Darnold because Although the Jets did go and get Makai Becton, the line wasn't great. Everything, everybody else was kind of meh. And um, I think with Darnold, you're going to have to give him a lot of pieces for him to at least try and succeed. It, who knows? It may just be Adam Gase totally ruined Darnold and a new coaching will do wonders for him. But it may be you're going to have to surround him with 
several weapons for him to really reach his full potential, or at least give him a chance to reach that full potential that I think he has. Um, and I know I'm sounding like Colin Coward with all the optimism towards Sam Donald, but I do also think that this was a good move and a needed move for the Jets. Not necessarily good, actually. I probably take that back. But it was definitely a necessary move for the Jets. First of all, we all know they hired Robert Sala. Normally, when you hire a new coach, they want their own quarterback. They want a fresh start. You know, they want. They don't want a guy who has been a turnover machine. No one's really sure what he's going to do. They don't have a great supporting cast. They want a guy who can come in there and be a playmaker and be a game changer, even if he may not have necessarily the best weapons around him. He can come in there, he can be competitive, and really they just needed a fresh start from Donald. You know, they tried him out several years, they saw what he had, and I think with Salah coming in, they're trying to build a new culture, Um, they're starting, not a new dynasty, I don't want to say dynasty, because they're just trying to start a new culture, really, and they're trying to just shift it because of Salah, and we all know Salah, he's a very fiery coach. He, you know, he gets very into the games, and I think, you know, having his own guy that he wants is going to be better for the Jets as a franchise. It's going to be show in the play. It's going to show in coaching and his development, and hopefully they can develop this new quarterback a lot better than they developed Sam Darnold, because Sam Darnold pretty much got screwed by the Jets, but yeah, um... But yeah, sticking with the new coach, they want a new quarterback. They have the second overall pick. It would be different if they were drafting a lot later and there really weren't any quarterbacks later that the Jets were interested in. Um, But you're drafting second overall. I mean, really, there's not going to be a lot of chances where you're going to have a top three draft pick. And you may as well go out and get a good quarterback because there are a decent amount of quarterbacks in the class. Um, Zach Wilson's name has been paired with the Jets a lot. Um, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Zach Wilson. I think he's getting a lot of hype because of recent players like Patrick Mahomes doing crazy things and having crazy arm talent and things like that. And especially that throw at his BYU Pro Day. A lot of people were like, oh my gosh, it looks like a Patrick Mahomes throw. It's insane. Um, I'm not totally sold on him. But then again, are you really sold on anyone except for Trevor Lawrence, you know? Um, Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, is obviously the most surefire thing. But if they're high on Zach Wilson, I think it would be good to just start clean, start over, new coach, new everything. Just wipe the slate absolutely clean. And I think trading Darnold was good for both Darnold to have a chance to succeed somewhere else and for the Jets to have a chance to succeed because really... Um, Donald looked like a broken person with the Jets. He was seeing ghosts, we all know that meme, but he really wasn't the same. And by the same, I mean like what he looked like in college, what the Jets saw in him when they drafted him, things like that. That's what I mean. Um, and honestly, they didn't walk away empty-handed. You know, they could have traded Donald and people were saying he's not worth more than a single third or fourth round pick. They walked away with a fourth this year, not great, a sixth this year, whatever. But they did get a second next year in next year's draft. Um, I think the Panthers will be decent, so the pick's not going to be really high. 
But you never know. There could be growing pains with Darnold and things like that. Um, they are in a decent division with the Bucks. Um, I know the Saints have obviously lost Drew Brees and things like that, but the division is still decent. Um, and getting a second rounder for Darnold, I think it was good for the Jets. I think an extra second rounder is going to help build the supporting cast around Zach Wilson, help the defense out. And I think it's it was better than what I expected them to get, honestly. I expected them to get something like a third or a fourth rounder, maybe multiple third and fourth rounders. But a second rounder isn't terrible. It's not bad. Now, going back to the Panthers, um, do I think the Panthers will have a winning record? I'm going to go with yes. I know they were 5-11 and this year, but... If you look at a lot of their games, a lot of them were close games. Um, the division is good. I think they'll lose to the Bucks twice. Probably drop one of the Saints. The Falcons, I see. I could see them sweeping the Falcons in that division. Um, not totally sure on the rest of their schedule, but I do feel like if they don't get a winning record, they will at least be better than five and eleven. They're gonna improve with Darnold. I don't. I don't think they're gonna regress. I know they lost a key piece in Curtis Samuel, but I still think that they're going to improve and keep pushing. Um, I think the best case scenario, like the highest it could go really, is if the Panthers kind of snuck into a wild card, because I feel like the Bucks are going to win the division, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory why. Um, but if they could sneak into the wild card with something like a 9-7 and seven record, I think that would probably be the ceiling. You know, the highest potential I see for the Panthers. Um, the lowest, I would say something like 7-9. and nine. You know, if Donald really doesn't look like the answer, if he's turning it over all the time, he if he doesn't, didn't change at all from New York and he's gotten worse even with the new coaching and learning a new playbook and new system and things like that, then I could see it being a 7-9. and nine. Although, maybe even something like a 6-10. and 10. But I am pretty optimistic for this group. I think that they could push a playoff spot, especially with Rule kind of being that competitive and fiery mindset and really inspiring his players to play all out. I think their defense can defi- is definitely going to be a carrying part. It's not going to be Darnold leading this team. It's going to be everybody else in the offense, such as Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um, the O-line's going to need some work, but I think they can address it in the draft. And the defense, I think, if they do make the playoffs, is going to be probably in large part thanks to that defense. But let me know what you guys think about this trade. Do you like it for the Panthers? Do you think it's better for the Jets? Um, is it real? Is it going to lead the Panthers to the playoffs? Is it going to make them around the same as they were last year or possibly even worse? Or did the Jets need to do this? Could they have just kept Sam Darnold and drafted somebody like Penestable? Let me know everything that you think about this, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.